This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Today, Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is, of course, your daily financial news. This is a new show we do seven days a week. Yes, seven days a week includes Saturday and Sunday. I want to wish all of you daily viewers a happy, happy Friday. I have a great weekend. Uh, do something productive, have some fun, make some memories, all of that good stuff. Before we get started, we've got three more people to congratulate for getting a deal done. If you don't know already, this sign behind me is a deal or a goal that this channel has. I am looking to positively impact folks with their financial future. I am looking to uh, get 500 deals done in the next year. So between June 1st and May 31st of 2022, uh, I'm looking to see if this channel can't help 500 people get deals. So if the channel has helped you and you close a real estate transaction, let me know. And I too will mail you one of these. It says, congratulations, one of 500. You did it. I am so happy for you. So today's congratulations go to Ethan, Gerald, and Noah. Your cards will go out this morning. So on to the financial news. A couple of things to talk about. First, as I expected, uh, CDC uh, extended the eviction moratorium to the end of July, uh, the one-month extension. They're pitching it exactly like I said they would. Uh, they're basically saying, hey, we've, we've got to have some time uh, to get this, uh, this money to landlords. Um, you know, there's, I don't know, 40 or $50 billion allocated. And depending on what report you see, <clears throat> excuse me, only 10 or 15% of that money has reached the end landlord. So again, expect them, you know, as expected, it's not what I wanted. We've got to get this behind us. The economy is opening up, but uh, it, it is where we are. And as mentioned, I am not as concerned about the CDC at this point. I think it ends at the end of the month, but we've got to start looking at lo your location, right? Your state, your city. For example, where I am in California, I expect our governor to do something even more egregious. Uh, and then we have the cities. Uh, for example, I think yesterday the city of San Jose extended it to the end of August. So if you are a landlord and you have some tenants that aren't paying and playing games, look for your specific location. Um, something else to talk about. Yesterday I did a video with Dion from Dion Talk and never know where these are going to go, but something came to me at the end of it when we are talking about uh, it doesn't take a million dollars to be financially free. Uh, there's too many of these financial reports or calculations that say you've got to have a million dollars or the 4% rule for withdrawals. And Deanna and I talked and you really don't need that much. If you're willing to live below your means, if you're willing to learn your market, invest in investment properties, it will take substantially less uh, than a million dollars. And Dion and I in that video talked about what we thought our numbers were and they were they were quite low in comparison to what, you know, some people would say. So take a look to that interview. And, and lastly, we've got to start thinking about time more. Uh, 
you know, I worked in retail for five or eight years in, in high school and college, and I always thought about price tags. What we start, what we need to start to think about is time, and more specifically, future time. When we buy a $1,200 Apple Watch, for example, you're selling some element of your future time, right? Uh, in my course, Get Your Money Right, we talk about it's not your income, it's not your net, it's your freedom dollars. And if you take the freedom calculation on a $1,200 Apple Watch, some of you are selling 40, 50, 60 hours of future time for that watch. And that's just, that's just not okay, right? Live below your means, get uncomfortable for five to 10 years, get free, and then do what you like. So that was a very interesting conversation yesterday with Dion. Uh, a couple of earnings announcement that we talked about last weekend came out. Nike, as expected, blew it out uh, top and bottom. Uh, but they actually did better than uh, than I even expected. Record sales in North America as well as China. Uh, they are saying shoppers, which means consumers, right? Consumers, folks that I track, I've uh, been tracking for 20 plus years, are splurging. Yes, Nike said splurge. Uh, people are splurging on um, new shoes, new kicks, uh, because uh, they're getting out. They're socializing. Uh, they're leaving their house. And they actually raised their full-year guidance for the first time to over $50 billion. So expect Nike stock to be up today. They beat top, bottom, but really raised expectations. And I'm sure that's what Wall Street wants to, wants to hear. Next up, we got an infrastructure bill. Looks like uh, got a little bit of a breakdown. We talked about, I think, yesterday, over $500 billion in new spending. Uh, looks like it roughly breaks down $312 billion for roads, bridges, things of that nature. Uh, $266 billion for power, water, broadband, things of that nature. Looks like this bill will be called bipartisan. Looks like it will happen. But as I said yesterday or the day before, fully expect this to be part A of a two-part series. And, you know, the Democrats will undoubtedly do a part B. They will use their last budget reconciliation to slam through another gob of spending uh, in this environment. So expect that to expect a day of celebration when this first bill gets signed. And then the next day will be more spending coming. Uh, next up, we got May's PCE. If you remember, uh, PCE is the favorite Fed inflation gauge. It came in hot. It came in hot, but at least it came in expect at expectations. Last month, it was hot and above expectations. Last month, just for comparison, it was 3.6%. Uh, this month, it is 3.9%. 3.9% it will include food and energy. Uh, what they call the core, the core inflation gauge was 3.4%. These are both highest since 1992, almost 30 years ago. Uh, FedEx, again, wasn't something we were watching. They beat top and bottom. They are starting to raise the flag about employees. They can't find enough people. Uh, this is becoming a pretty consistent trend in the service industry. Uh FedEx came out and basically said, hey, we're going to ramp capital spending by 30%. Folks, you should hear automation when you hear FedEx say that. It's like, hey, if we can't hire the people, we'll automate around it. So FedEx is going that way. 
CarMax was another one we talked about. We expected them to beat. They did. They beat top and bottom, and they say it's clearly a um, clearly people want to drive cars and not use public transportation. Shocking uh, in this environment. Uh, I ran across an article called the One Percent Spending Rule. Caught my attention. If you're in real estate, there's always that one percent rule, right? If it rents, if it rents for a thousand, you can't pay more than a hundred grand. Simply saying. Uh, I don't like that rule, but that's a pretty well-known rule. So the 1% spending rule, I'm like, all right, I'll check that out. Basically says, hey, if you make 100 grand a year, you can't buy anything that costs more than $1,000 unless you wait 24 hours to buy it. The story goes that this individual went to a store and bought an Apple Watch. He then regretted it and all of those things. So we do have a spending problem. We uh, we do splurge a lot. Uh, we need to realize we need to turn dollars into time. I think if more people appreciated that every time I buy something, I'm selling future time, I think we'd spend a lot less. But I thought that 1% spending rule was interesting. So take your salary, uh, multiply it by 1%, and every time you try to spend more than that, you can't on a discretionary item. You've got to wait a day. Anything that lowers the temperature on purchases, I think is a good thing. Uh, as expected, the bank stress test that I talked about yesterday all came out, flying colors, big thumbs up, all of that nonsense. Uh, I expect today, they might wait till Monday. Uh, big banks like Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase and those folks are all going to come out with monstrous stock buybacks, raise dividends. Uh, again, they were in the penalty box the last year or so. They have all passed and uh, expect that. Looks like a couple of things that were put on hold the last year are coming back with force. Uh, first is cruises. Looks like there's some more cruises starting to take off. Uh, I'm curious, any of my followers, anybody out there, anybody buy a cruise yet? Olivia and I used to do cruises all the time. We haven't in a while. Uh, curious, anybody out there uh, buying a cruise yet? Let me know. Leave comments below. And if you are, tell me where you're going. I think my favorite cruise was the Greek islands. That was a pretty fun one. Alaska is pretty special too, but I think the Greek islands were, were the best. The second thing is weddings. Weddings. Uh, looks like weddings are coming back. They, uh, wedding planners are essentially saying they're, they're shoving two years of demand into one summer. Uh, they now are doing weekday weddings. If you don't know, it used to be very popular to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday weddings. Now they're doing weddings seven days a week. There is so much demand. They actually call it panic bookings. There you go. Uh, on the uh, earnings front, one that came in light, actually low, was Rite Aid. Rite Aid gave a very cautious outlook, uh, weak earnings guidance. Uh, they basically said last flu season was non-existent, right? Cold, cough, flu was a big part of their business. Uh, and they say basically there was no flu season last year. Uh, so they're being very, very cautious and pulling in uh, earnings. So uh, not, not, I expect their stock to get hit uh, either yesterday or today. I, didn't, I don't know if their earnings came out before or after the market. Next up, we're starting to see some movement in the mall, basically the vacant mall space. There is a company called Seritage Growth Properties. Uh, they are a REIT. Uh, they bought some of Sears, Sears and Roebuck, Sears uh, vacant malls. Uh, they actually own 50 of them. They're actually currently selling them all uh, to raise cash. What makes the Sears properties interesting is on average, they come with 13 acres 
around the stores. When Sears was the strongest retailer on the on the planet, they would go out and buy these huge locations so they can have lots of parking. Uh, and Sears owned that space. So, um, yes, looks like they're selling 50 Sears stores. But really what they're selling is 13 acres of land on average in lots of major cities. So expect some uh, cash there. Uh, I saw a very interesting article about Roth IRAs, if you know what those are. Uh, apparently, I didn't, you can't validate this stuff, but there's an investor, Peter Thiel. Uh, he is a billionaire. Uh, basically, he talked about how he turned a $2,000 Roth IRA into $5 billion. That's a pretty good return. Obviously, a lot to that in, in his private investments and whatnot that have gone and done very well. And then lastly, we've talked about this before with Matt, the mortgage guy, and others. Uh, lenders are getting tighter. Uh, July 1st, what's that, six days away, five days away, five days away? Uh, looks like uh, the debt-to-income patch that uh, they had rolled out during the crisis where you could go up to 50% of DTI uh, is now being rolled back to 43 uh, and I've heard from a couple of people that FHFA is further tightening investment loans. Uh, they want to have less and those, less and less of those as part of their portfolio. So, again, it certainly seems like lenders are getting tighter. Uh, so do yourself a favor, check with your borrower. Uh, if you are a um, self-employed individual, you might want to look up uh, somebody like Velocity Mortgage or whatnot uh, for different lendings instead of just relying on a bank. So that's what I got for you today. Remember, have a great day. Today's a great day to make some money, and let's be better than yesterday. Take care. Bye.